Susan Hamilton here, founder, chief executive with Offbeat Business Media. Welcome to OBBM Radio and the OBBM Network Podcast. You can find us on iTunes and uh, all your favorite directories because we are reaching out into the local business community with some seriously awesome ways that you can make money with your podcast, with your TV show, uh, really great things on deck. We're in Roku and Fire TV and... Uh, Man, you need to be using your voice in media for business, and that's what this is all about. We have a focus specifically on the local family business because we're recognizing that this is the group that really cares about the stuff that's going on in our very own communities today. You know, chances are when you started your business, you thought you'd make a huge difference uh, with the money that you could make, right? You'd have more free time. Friends, some of us are just born entrepreneurs. Some of us are born business owners. You know, I never was an employee. That's not to say I didn't dabble in that uh, when I was much younger. But I've come to understand I'm what's called unemployable. Maybe you are too. Because there comes a time when... Uh, we realize that we have to create time, we have to make time happen, uh, and that has everything to do with your financial resources and the influence that you have in the community. So we're going to talk about a handful of things as we go forward uh, on this channel here with SoundCloud, and uh, I'll be importing these into our, into our radio and uh, make sure that we are really nailing the points. But let's talk a little bit about what's going on with that local family business. Let's go right to the jugular and describe it because I don't think you can say it enough. Uh, the, when you look at 80% of American micro to small business, they tend to be family owned businesses of nine employees or less. Now I started recognizing that data uh, back in 2007, 2008. And uh, those th that information had come from Manta and the Small Business Association, and it was compiled data. Uh, and later on, and since then, on a regular basis, uh, we're talking about that, and there just isn't anybody who'd dispute it. Um, it's an absolute fact. We are the backbone, and yet this is the group of people, when you're looking at family-owned businesses of nine employees or less, that would say they have the very least amount of power, they would say they have the very least amount of influence on the things that really are distracting them from being profitable today. Now, the reason this started uh, really getting my attention is I started networking. And uh, years ago, I started realizing that, wow, there's business coaches out there that are saying things that would make such a difference in some of the local family businesses I served. My sister and I had a national full-service marketing agency, and we were seeing that while we could manage uh, a great job with their marketing, there were so many processes that were not in place that marketing didn't really make a difference <laughs> to their bottom line and they didn't seem to care because they would buy our stuff over and over again even if they didn't use the prior large purchase that they had purchased from us. And we started realizing, man, there's a whole lot more going on. What good is making a flyer if it's never used, if you don't have a sales um, uh, process in place? Anyway, uh, that... Uh, so many things that we'll go into as we continue talking about uh, what's going on here. But I noticed that, that when I was networking, I'd run into business coaches. Now, there's a lot of business coaches out there in the business networking world, and they would say, 
you know, I just don't serve the local family business market. I can't make any money with those small companies. Huh. They would say that they couldn't make any money with them because the local family business wouldn't buy. Or if they did buy, it didn't, it didn't help their brand any because either one, either the coach's brand or the brand for the company because they would not implement the process. Therefore, they could not be cheerleaders, right? They couldn't be social media like, hey, best coach in the world. It's awesome. How many of you guys know there are a bunch of broke business coaches out there? A bunch of business coaches that go, I got great ideas for making money. But I sure can't sell any of them. Now, that's a frustration that I felt because I was looking at the local family business going, geez, they need the help. They need somebody that'll talk to them on their level. And everyone else thinks they're not big enough. And the local family business says, you know what, I'm not a local, I'm not a, a local business if I don't have a brick and mortar location. I am not a small business, according to so, you know, a lot of people think you've got to be uh, 50 businesses, 500 or 50 employees, 500 employees. Um, you know, depending on who you're talking to, you're going to find different numbers in that. But they're much larger than, than the fact out there. The fact is that the local family business even once they may, they probably start out in a home office and then they probably move out. A lot of residential repair companies start out with a home office and have a warehouse or storage facility that they use for all their equipment and they run their trucks out of that. This is not unusual, friends. A lot of people do that. A lot of people run business like that for a time or a season. Um, and, you know, when they, even after they move out into their own brick and mortar location, they tend to always have a home office. So some of those things we need to consider because you you got to ask yourself, well, why? Yeah, there's a great tax advantage. But when you look at the heart of this group, what's really mattering to them? Well, you got to look at it. They probably have children, right? They probably have kids uh, that are at various levels of, of school age. They're probably taking care of their parents at the very same time. Hmm. They probably have a military or active duty uh, veteran in their family workspace, probably a police officer or EMS or uh, paramedic. Um, you know, th they probably have access to that kind of, of uh, civil service in their home uh, or in their workspace, you know. And also, here in Dallas County, they probably there's about 30 to 50 percent that have an addict in their family or workspace. It's seriously common. Well, if all those things are true, and they are, and you start looking at what those how those things can really slow you down in business, I've heard people tell me that you cannot put those those things together. You can't put the lifestyle situation of the local family business in the same conversation as a business conversation. Well, why on earth not? That's very, very foolish because the things that they need can't even begin to be addressed until, these, until they understand how to create time, right? How they can make more money. So I'm going to talk directly to you <laughs> because if you're listening to this, after seven minutes of recording, I'm, I'm, you're, you're getting it. You're starting to understand uh, that this is a big, big deal. What happens with the demise of the local family business that is so busy uh, chasing their tail because an addict is quite consuming? 
quite time consuming, quite financially consuming to go through the legal system, to go through uh, all the things that they go through. It's, uh, it's very expensive. And when you look at, at, at employment after incarceration uh, or while on parole or probation, those requirements are not easy to deal with. Well, who hires from the ex-offender com uh, community? Family business. They darn sure do. You know, you'll see these sheets, um, flyers put out that, you know, Lowe's and uh, True Value and all these, and, um, you know, so many that, that say that they hire, fr hire felons. But the fact of the matter is it doesn't mean just because you're a felon you'll get on, right? And it, it absolutely still means you have to know who you're talking to. The other issue that takes up so much time is health care. When your parents are sick and you need to give them that quality time, you can't focus on your business. And far too long, for far too long, the wearing every hat in the business. You know, back in your mom's or your grandma's day, that business could get run by one person. One person did it all. It was tough stuff, but could it be done? And could it be grown to the next level? Yes, it could. But not today, folks. Not today. And I'm here to tell you, if you're doing your own bookkeeping, if you're doing your own marketing, if you're doing your own, uh, geez, any level of social media, if you're doing your own cybersecurity, you're going to lose your fanny. It's, if you're doing your own taxes, it's just too much to do today to grow. Now, you might be keeping your head above water, but that's not the same thing as growth at all. And if you don't, if you don't grow your business, you're in danger of being in a place where you can't ever come outside of that great big mess and influence. Influence it. Friends, it's time you make more money. It's time that you wield more influence. And today's consumer couldn't be more confused about how to find the right roofer, how to find the right uh, plumber, how to find the right uh, financial services or insurance. It's all based on who you know, and they know you best if they can understand you through audio or video. If they've heard you have a conversation, they're going to understand you. But you're still seeing in networking groups, two or three, of the same type of business showing up. Now they may have learned to coexist and that's fine but that and that's good because they all do serve something different and there is something special about each one of those businesses but often they don't know what it is. They'll pawn it off to well some personalities work better with other people. Hey there's some truth to that but here's where the rubber meets the road. If your consumer, if your prospect cannot tell the difference between companies when it's time for them to purchase, they will purchase based on price. Now, why this matters to you is while you may tell me you're not, you're not um, selling your services based on price, if, you are if I ask you who your uh, ideal client is, who are you going to describe to me? Are you going to describe the one that's calling all the time? Or are you going to tell me about the one you really want? And are you going to tell me that, geez, the one you really want that buys your premium level services? And friends, that's the important part. That's what you got to get. If we do not get the, the consumers out there to know and be aware of what your high level premium services are, if we don't ever get them that far, 
you cannot make money based on just your minimum level uh, sales. You just can't do it. You can't ever grow it. You might keep your head above water, but you're not going to grow. The only way you grow is when you sell enough of your high-level products and services. Well, the consumer that has the money to pay for that, that's not going to be a troublesome uh, client or customer for you, has researched this. They look at it. They know what they want. And they've got money to spend for the right company. So how do they tell? Oh, my friends, it's audio and video. And today in audio and video, they will, there, there's a lot of businesses out there that are audio video businesses that will say, hey, you need an audio or a video or both podcasts. You need uh, video on your website. Well, yeah, you do. But it's not near as important as, and it's, it's not going to cover as much. It's not going to cover as much as an editorial approach to reaching the marketplace. And that's what I want to get you fired up about today. Because all of that stuff I just described starts to go away. When you start making enough money to influence this space, because when you have that, You've, and you've, under, you've, you've learned how to create time in your life. And you've learned how to make media a revenue stream. We can show you how to make $3,000 to $20,000 each and every month through podcasting and through television with the OBBM Network. You need to reach out to me, 214-714-0495. I'm not interested in somebody who just wants a video on their website. And I'm not interested in someone who's podcasting their hobby. I think you're wonderful people, I guarantee you. But I want to talk to people who realize that when they've got the money that they need, they've got an, a time to contribute in the community. They're going to be taking care of the charity needs, the community needs in, in, that, that we see out here. And they're also going to be uh, running for some type of an office, council seat, chairman. In, in some of these arenas that are so important, case in point, talked to a gal just this weekend who uh, is a member of the Texas Prisons Air Conditioning Advocates. Yeah, it gets pretty hot around here. They can't get out of those prisons. It's hot. Uh, you know what? How is she going to get that message out there? Well, I'll tell you what. She is holding a seat in a local community. She's over here in Little Elm. Really proud of her. She's going to make a difference. She's going to get her, get her fanny down there uh, in, in Austin along with everything she needs to have a powerful presence in that space. Well, those aren't the only things, you know. What about, what about the animals that you're seeing? Uh, you know, some people have some attitudes about what's going on with SPCA. Are they taking the animals that need to be taken? Or are we getting some spin on that? I've heard it both ways. But you know what? We don't know because we're not paying attention. We're not paying attention to our volunteers and we're not existing in that space. What about CPS? What about all the, the local things going on with our education system right now? It's a dangerous time in education, my friends. I watched uh, a two-hour video the other day um, and it, it really sucked me in. I normally don't do that. And it, but it was a committee hearing in Austin and it is... Today is March 18th, 2019, uh, and this was just a couple weeks ago. They're talking about mental health and education, and the way these laws are written, it is, at, and, and to hear their attitudes about the, a panel of people that went down to the legislature to raise concerns that there is 
only pharmaceutical uh, remedies for issues of mental illness, and they're talking about screening already in elementary school. If you're paying attention to what's going on in elementary school, we're already drugging our kids on Ritalin. We're already drugging them and, and getting them addicted by the time they're ever in junior high. They don't even know it. I'm a member of a, of a, of a young mom's uh, Facebook group. Uh, one of my daughter hooked me up with them. And I got to, to listening and watching. And these young moms think it's normal for their kids to be on um, Ritalin before kindergarten. Friends, we got some issues going on and we have people that do not care about our concerns. I watched these people in committee dismiss this panel as though they were fear mongers, uh, totally negating that our kids do need creative outlets, that our kids need to be able to talk to therapists and to, when they go through uh, times of mental illness and, and situ situations that need addressing. You can't go straight for the, the doctor says put them on pills. That's a dangerous place for America, friends. But who, do, who matters? Who, who, do, who does that hit more than anyone? I'll tell you who it hits. It hits people that are, that are living nearby that school. Chances are that local family business owner who has got a home office and they think that their, their uh, property taxes are going to pay for that teacher, going to pay for that officer, and they think that what they're doing is making a difference, only to find out later on in Dallas County, 75% of the property tax dollars allocated to the county are going for criminal justice? You mean to tell me they want to put these kids on drugs in elementary school, level them out because they're looking for kids that don't think the same, right? They don't learn the same. How many of you moms and dads know you get a bunch of kids in a room, they don't think the same, they don't learn the same? That doesn't mean we have to drug them to moderate them. We are not paying attention we got a 30% dropout rate. We got a 30 to 50% addiction rate. We got, even after the addiction's gone, the mental illness that, that families are struggling with on account of those behaviors, those are, those are not small things. So your property tax dollars aren't going to the teacher because she's still digging out of her pockets, and they're not going to the officer because we still got the lowest paid officers around. And they are going to incarcerate our kids and nobody's listening to that? Nobody's paying attention to that? Because those addicts, you know, they get what they deserve. Those, those nasty criminals. We're not paying attention and we're not making sense. Just last fall, all the TREs passed. Oh my goodness. They went right after young parents living around the school who don't know any better. They think the teachers are not getting paid because there's not enough money. And they're too early on their sweet little home loans to understand what that really means to them. No, there's no accountability going on here. And that's just education. I'm sure you've got your stories about health care. I'm sure you've got your stories about what's going on with the VA. And how do we take care of our veterans and do a better job? How do we help our massive, insane a uh, suicide rate with our officers across the nation. Friends, we cannot solve all those problems in one podcast, and we can't solve those problems in a day. But we can start making a connection that the people who, who are most concerned about that, about all of those things, are the local family business owners. And they're the ones that employ from these communities. 
they're the ones that get them back on their feet. And if they don't have the support that they need, uh, and they don't, that becomes very, very hard to do. So if you are ready to play a different game with your business, if you're ready to do it big, you need to reach out to me. You need to call 214-714-0495 and let me know how to get a hold of you if you miss me. You need to call our company immediately. You need to send an email to info at offbeatbusiness.com. Go to offbeatbusiness.com and sign up for our email newsletter. Let us know that you know it's important to make great business decisions and be in a place where your consumer can find you so you can sell what you got to the people who want it, make more money, create more time, and start making a difference. Because without money and influence, you are being disregarded, my friends. And there are plenty of people out there that would love to take your decision-making away from you. But the ball's in your court today because we have created the OBBM Network just for you. So stay tuned. Pay attention to what we're doing here because we have the business resources that will help you get back on your feet. We've got all the, the technology. Our, our TV programs are going into Roku and Fire TV. You'll find us on iTunes and all the local directories. We're playing a big game because we know we can make a big difference and we're looking for the game changers that know, that know that we don't have to lay down and take this. But we do have a responsibility in media to do a good job, to represent a tasteful conversation, to do a great job in business. Now I'll show you how we connect those dots as you keep tuning in. Because we know we're not spending a whole lot of time uh, spending all our talk shows on these topics. Rather, they're business resources. Get what you need. All that stuff those coaches can't sell to the local family business. Hey, we're going to give it to you on the OBBM network. Bite-sized pieces. And every time that you tune in to the OBBM radio, download the Offbeat Business app and get this in the palm of your hands. Every time that you listen to a show, there's something you can take away and use in your business today that will help you. And when you're ready to get your brand in television, radio, and podcast, and play a bigger game. Let me show you how to make between three and $20,000 each and every month. Until next time, this is Susan Hamilton with the OBBM Radio and OBBM Network.